You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Pretty up. Thanks so much for taking the time. Let's start with Ezekiel Elliott. Do you have any advice for someone who drafted him? He's going to start him on Sunday night, but may have to sit him for the next six games because of the suspension. Well, Brian and uh, Cordell, thanks for having us on. Um, basically, the situation with Zeke here is unique. We've never seen anything like this. The most comparable is the Tom Brady situation. But uh, this is a running back that uh, is a surefire first-round pick in fantasy. I personally have steered clear in all my drafts, and uh, this is a spot where I don't think you can win your league in the first seven weeks of the season, but you can certainly lose it. So if you've drafted Zeke, you should be working the trade wire right now, looking at waiver wires, and basically finding plan B, because this is a suspension that was upheld, and at this point, you got to find another option. Now, on the flip side, when he does come back, he's going to have tremendous value because he's going to be fresh. He's got that offensive line. But for right now, it's definitely a unique situation. Knowing that touchdowns are a big part of fantasy football, who would you see as one of the top vultures to consider playing this season? You know, the funny thing uh, about uh, fantasy sports is the uh, TD vulture and uh, there's not really a specific name that comes to mind when you ask that question. It's a good question, and uh, my top choice would have been Jonathan Williams of the uh, Buffalo Bills, but uh, we, of course, know he got cut, so now that job is all with Sean McCoy's. But uh, when you're looking at this and you're afraid of a uh, TD vulture, you're looking at teams like Green Bay Packers and Ty Montgomery, basically any small frame running back, they're not going to have him dive into the pile. They're going to find uh, another way to score that touchdown. They're going to draw up different plays. So teams like the Packers are infamous for this. Teams like the Saints. Basically, if you're not having a three-down back that has a big body, you're a vulture candidate. It's the Fantasy Fix. Brian Weber, Cordell Stewart with you. Pleased to be chatting with Printing MT from Roto Radar. Brittingham, what's your view of what's going on in Seattle? They have depth at the running back position, but Eddie Lacy dealt with all the injuries last year in Green Bay, and Thomas Rawls banged up coming back from his ankle issue. Yeah, that's uh, it's a messy situation for sure. I, uh, I've steered clear of it, and uh, I would recommend you as well. If you are stuck investing in the Seattle running backs, one, it's a poor offensive line, and two, you've got Thomas Rawls, who seems to always be dealing with some sort of injury but he still managed to beat out Eddie Lacy for the starting job. So Thomas Rawls is the guy. I mean, they've got to establish a run at some point, at least they're going to try to. But uh, it's definitely a situation where if you can find another point, the Seattle running game is not something I would look to invest in. Um, Should we have any hesitation playing either Tyrod Taylor or Joe Flacco this weekend? You know, uh, it's a good question. Tyrod specifically, I'm not really worried about uh, his situation. He was uh, in the concussion protocol, which means he's still been able to attend the uh, you know camp and go over the game plan. And I'm not really worried about Tyrod. He looks like he'll be full go this uh, Sunday. Joe Flacco, on the other hand, it's not really his fault that uh, I think he's going to be a little rusty here. He's a veteran. I'm not worried about him. But with his skill players like Rashad Perriman and Danny Woodhead also missing the preseason, and specifically Danny Woodhead, who's new to the team, it just can't go smoothly. There's no way you can roll them out on uh, Sunday and expect everything to click. 
that first drive, that first quarter. But uh, overall, I'm not too concerned, especially uh, since they both have NFL experience. We were talking about tight ends earlier in the show. So we know about Gronk and we know about Travis Kelsey, who we'll see tomorrow night in the kickoff game. Beyond that, who's another player that really could come up big? Cordell's a big fan of Kyle Rudolph in Minnesota. Yeah, Rudolph, uh, he showed last season. Uh, he's definitely a guy you can trust. But, uh, you, you know, you want Gronk, you want Kelsey, but uh, I'm going to go all in here. I'm very bullish on Zach Ertz this season. I think since they moved Jordan Matthews there in Philly, this is a uh, a guy that I think is just going to be a reception monster. You know, they've got to Alshon Jeffrey on the outside. But, uh, for example, this weekend, Alshon's going to be shadowed by Josh Norman. Inside the hash marks, they got to move the ball passing. Zach Ertz is going to be peppered with targets. He's proven that he can catch the ball with double-digit receptions in multiple games last season. I love Zach Ertz. I'm all in on him. I know some people probably don't feel like these guys are very important, but I think this is a time that they very, they very much so are. But when drafting a kicker, kicker, what variables are you considering? You know, kickers are part of fantasy. It's uh, something you got to deal with, and they are the position that it's tough to predict because you can't really uh, establish what offense is going to fail on third down while still being able to get into the uh, opposing team's half. But the factors you want to look for, obviously the Denver kicker, any kicker playing in Denver that week with the thin air has an advantage. The ball just flies further. But uh, what I look for specifically is – Indoor kickers on high-powered offenses. The Saints kicker is somebody that comes to mind. The Falcons kicker. Basically, you want to take out any outside element, whether it's wind or just the cold weather. Indoor kickers on high-powered offenses, that's what you want. Last one for me. As we think about what's going on with players having individual motivation, Adrian Peterson should be revved up. As the Saints are in Minnesota on Monday night, we know all of the redemption he'll be looking for. But think about the scheme there, right? We know it's Drew Brees throwing the ball all over the field, plus Mark Ingram's in front of him. How do you see AP playing on Monday night? You know, this is going to be a very fun game to watch and uh, something we're going to have to really pay attention to. AP has not been a guy that uh, really has been a pass-catching back. He's with the Saints here. We don't know his role. You mentioned uh, Mark Ingram in front of him. You mentioned the offense basically runs through Drew Brees in his arm. This is a spot where you got to believe that the revenge narrative is real. I mean, uh, what are the odds that the first game out here he gets to face the Minnesota Vikings? And while I don't see him particularly having a monster game, you got to imagine any goal line carry. They're going to bring in Peterson and just tell him to smash it in. And I definitely think uh, it's, it's going to be a thing. I mean, he's going to get his opportunity. This should be a decently high-powered offense. Even though Minnesota's defense is good, I expect uh, Peterson to get his. We appreciate the advice. As we wrap it up, I got into radio not only because I'm an egomaniac. I love language. you got to give me the backstory. Why are you Brittingham T? Well, that's... Uh, been working with uh, Rotor Radar. We are a DFS company. We focus on daily fantasy sports. Uh, if you have, ever have a chance, check us out. But BrittingMC is actually my Twitter handle. And when I first made my name way back in the day on the uh, on the on FanDuel and DraftKings, 
They, uh, I, I was just trying to think of something. It's uh, my last name is Brittingham. My first name is Tom, and I just decided Brittingham Two was the way to go. Just kind of stuck with me, and uh, it's just kind of been my brand ever since. And uh, I guess a little shout out for myself if you, <laughs> you want to get some fantasy sports knowledge and advice. Uh, I tweet out every so often just random facts and uh, stats and updates at Brittingham T. I like it, my man. And I was just trying to think. Was there a reason that we were going with the pseudonym? What was the story? Now we know it's last name first, first name last. Thank you. Do I call yeah. you Brittingham or T? Uh, most people just call me Britt, but I'll, I'll take anything. I definitely appreciate the time and uh, love your guys' show. All right, Britt. I uh, look forward to working with you. Yeah, we'll, we'll chat with you in the future. Thank you. And, and I am always wanting to know why people go by certain monikers. Thank you, Brittingham. Yeah, thank you. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart. Live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! The National Football League is on TuneIn.